The Elseworlds Exchange podcast is recorded live on youtube.com slash comic pop returns. Catch a ton of different comic book podcasts on youtube.com slash comic pop and youtube.com slash comic pop returns, including shows like Back Issues, Off the Rack, and of course, The Elseworlds Exchange. If you like what you've heard, give us a good review. And if you want to help us out more directly, you can always go to patreon.com slash comic pop to check out all the rewards we've got going on over there. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Elseworlds Exchange. My name is Sal. And I'm Joel. Hey, we're doing a real live Friday live also episode of the Elseworlds Exchange with the Hell original, yeah. the OGs mm-hmm. talking about Spider-Man. It feels like an OG episode because while the original show was very much like take a topic and then break it down, this is this is what the show really came mm. from. It was like, yeah. man, I'm feeling cross or excited about this one thing. Let's just let's just hash it out and tell people how we feel about it you know what i mean indeed it literally came from us just having conversations when other shows ended and it's like we should really put a microphone in front of us for this this is great material we're giving up here for free precisely ladies and gentlemen if you want to help the show you can always subscribe to the channel click the like button and you super chats to ask a question or comment here on the show we will read it here on the show and now you're part of the show because that you are the third host of this show Mm -hmm. is you guys in the super chats out there and i do that only because uh we want to keep the sponsors out of the show i don't want to have a lot of like if we ever take a sponsor and it's very rare that we do anymore uh, i want that sponsor to be a related something that you would Mm -hmm. actually want to get and b not be the worst (laughs) or have some kind of weird uh desire from the show it would certainly help i'd rather you guys sponsor to the show than like you know I don't know, some hair supplement company. Casper mattresses. I mean, like, look, I, they're, they're, as I understand it, Casper mattresses are some of the most comfortable mattresses you will have. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm not know. talking shit about Casper mattresses. <laughs> Especially Again, if they want to give me a nice big check. For real, but, they're, uh, they're on enough podcasts I enjoy to think there must be something to them. <laughs> something to it. I, look, I can't begrudge, a, I won't begrudge a mattress over, like, a dick pill. Or Yeah, because you like, can use a mattress. Because the thing that I always feel bad about, I'm like, don't make commercials that say take this thing and your hair will grow back because if it could the fda would supply would would support it yeah your outrageous claims that you're making for these products it would be covered under medicare (laughs) because everyone in congress would be using it yeah oh yeah no doubt about it yeah dick pills and hair growth man that's where the real money is that's right apparently not my money though so uh (laughs) today we're gonna be bitching about spider-man uh, oh yeah back up uh, back to the basics that's right spider-man it feels like and and it's funny because this is really like the the meat and potatoes of the conversation we are going to be complaining i mean i feel like we're going to be complaining but like we're gonna be talking about spider-man comics over the last i want to say two three years yeah but um but there is yeah. something at the heart that i want to get at and we'll get there eventually but before we espouse on our own opinions let's let's read some of the opinions of our audience right now because Axe says, this one's for you. <laughs> this one's for Joel's return. Ah. Love you guys. I almost thought it was, this one's for you, Joel. <laughs> Thank you, Axe. This show never feels like work. I miss doing it, and I missed all of you in the chat as well. Uh, Funktorial. Funktorial says, this issues, uh, the issues of Spider-Man are the issues with Star Wars, because they've become so successful, far-reaching control from the top renders what could be a great art into bland, repetitive, bad products. I hear what you're saying. And I think Star Wars is 100% emblematic of that problem. My issue is I don't think Spider-Man falls into that category. I think because Sp- I don't think that anything that has happened to Spider-Man has been bland or consistent or normal. Like it, it if anything, Spider-Man should be like consequence proof mm. because of the, the the upstairs management. But he's not. 
No. But the thing is, no one has gotten their footing on Spider-Man in almost 10 years. And yeah. that's not quite the same thing as like Star Wars being not challenging. I, I mean, there certainly is a level too of like, you know, executive meddling, I feel, in a lot of these Spider-Man books where it's like, look, we gotta, we gotta keep him in a certain type of amber. You can't, you can't go too crazy with Spider-Man because you know he's basically our unofficial mascot. Right. I mean, and he is. Look, he's on all the envelopes on every contract. I get it. But, you know, you're not going to unmake Spider-Man unless you're reading the Dan Slott Spider-Man series right now in which he was unmade by a magic knife. Is that uh, what I see? I've been keeping up with that one, actually. Spoilers, but Peter Parker 616 was unmade and removed from the web of life. Uh, Josh E. Lee, love the channel and love that Joel is back. Thank Aww. you very much. Uh, much love it's, today. <laughs> it's funny, that feels actually like more of a corporate mandate because here's the thing, in that Spider-Man book, mm -hmm. which we'll talk about that in a minute, uh and and it's relation to the amazing title uh the two people who were stabbed by that knife were jessica drew and spider-man oh interesting and i kind of love that because it means they've been removed from the web of life and it's like that's all i've been asking is for jessica drew to not be tethered to the spider-verse nonsense because she's not and <laughs> peter parker was. because this because because it keeps polluting my spider-man books with a thousand other spider-men how interesting so. to do that too, right in, right in around the time for a new Spider-Verse movie that the comics are taking such a hard stance on that and taking the opposite stance of where you think well, they would go. Are they? Because, you know, Peter Parker isn't really in those. It's other variants of Peter Parker. Mm, you know, it's, the, it's the married older Spider-Man. or It's mostly about Miles, but Miles huh. is not in this book, uh, except being like a Shathra drone which you know when we're talking about the state of the spider-man books we're really talking about the state of you know the peter spider-man books that being said uh cody ziggler is two issues deep yes in the miles book they're fucking great no the the, the miles books as i understand it today like the, the ziggler's doing a great job with that series i know that it was a little controversial in the previous run yeah um, that it ran for a while and people were reading it but people are mo more people are happy with this Yes, because it's honestly you're getting from these Ziggler books what you're not getting from the Peter books right now. It's like, oh, this is a more slow-paced, character-driven story mm -hmm. about a guy who has to balance his super life and his personal life, and they keep affecting one another. It's like, oh, oh, so it's everything Spider-Man has been. And here's the funniest thing. In the newest issue, Miles is doing the thing that Peter is doing in the Wells, yeah. where it's like, oh, i got to push people away, you know, man. You know, my life is so crazy right now. I'm going through a crisis. And he literally has multiple characters come to him and say, yeah, I I know you're having a rough time right now. I know you're a little depressed. It doesn't give you a right to be an asshole, though. Yeah, I wish to, more characters would say that. To his face, and Miles is like, damn, you, you, boo, you're, you're really giving it to me on this one, but I guess you guys have a point. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, Matthew Trilaga, I stuck by Spider-Man through the Clone Saga, by Sins Past, by One More Day, but this is too much. <laughs> I'm done. I don't care about the direction they went with X-Men or this. Goodbye, Marvel. <laughs> I hear what you're saying, man, and I appreciate it, but like, there's something to be said. It's really important to take breaks from runs, particularly characters. It's true. If you didn't quit after since past one more day, you probably should have, because you might have more, more gas in the tank by now. There's a, but, there's an old saying there. Uh, how can I miss you if you never go away? And I do feel that with comic books, I don't read runs of some of my favorite characters yeah. sometimes when I'm not feeling it. Cause yeah, I don't want to get burnt out. I don't want my love to turn to hate because as I yeah. think as we've seen time and time again in fan communities, you know, the line between love and hate is very thin and always shifting. Well, and it could become like a, uh, 
I don't want to use the word toxic, but it could become a more polluted conversation where, you know, it's like you can't see the forest for the trees inevitably, Mm. you know, like I can never enjoy X-Men or Spider-Man because I've been in it for so long. And I, you know what it is? You're like, if you go see like a play or a movie, like, 10 15 times you're going to see the seams you're going to see the cracks you're going to see oh, how the sausage yeah. is made more or less and you're going to notice like the blemishes and and, and it's like that's why it's important to like you know expose yourself to different kinds of media and different kinds of uh content because it's like oh sure it, it'll refresh your brain yeah but uh but i don't i don't i don't blame you for leaving either of those series no. uh but don't Write them off entirely, Absolutely. is what I'll warn. Cameron F., uh, no one asked, but my dream team for Amazing Spider-Man is Zdarsky and Redondo. Maybe mm. they could fix the mess that this character has become. A man can dream. Um, I, you're not alone. A lot of people want to see Zdarsky take over Spider-Man again. And I think that you will not see the last of the Zdarsky Spider-Man stories. Mm. But Zdarsky does not want that Amazing Spider-Man book. And this is why. Yeah, like if he wanted, I think he could have had it by now. I think he's much happier doing Daredevil, a character where I think he is given a lot more editorial freedom because the company's never really cared about Daredevil. Sure, yeah, have him start his own ninja cult. Have him kill a guy while high on painkillers and everything. Have him Mm -hmm. join forces with Elektra and everything else. Whatever, man. Have him grow a beard. It's all good. Right? Although maybe, you know, I wouldn't want to say never say never because... Zdarsky's changed his mind on a number of subjects. The other thing is he is writing Marvel Spider-Man right now or DC Spider-Man with Batman. Yeah. With he is the pillar of the company. It's the main book and he might have learned a new skill set after his run on Batman to go like this is how I can navigate like lawyers editors you know people in charge people with their fingers in my pie exactly like and still manage to tell a a story maybe i can bring that knowledge with me to spider-man or the prevailing opinion that i have is that dc has no editors and Mm. so he's just allowed to do whatever he wants because no one's paying attention there's there's definitely seems to be like a level two where it's like look if you're a smaller writer we might note you to death but if you're a bigger writer just do what you want whatever i trust you we'll let you get away with more things i will say though you know to use that batman as a comparison man if they wanted to use that zadarsky batman run is kind of like a blueprint for what to do with spider-man that would be nuts because what's great about that Batman run is like, it's familiar. We're not really yeah. breaking a lot of new ground, but we're telling familiar stories in new and interesting ways is what we're doing. And I'm putting my own little Zadarsky spin on it. They were like, oh, I didn't see that coming. Or, oh, that's fun. Or, oh, what this story really is about is, you know, how pliable Batman is as a character. Like, oh, you can start in the back alleys of Gotham and you can end in the Arctic falling from space. And it all <laughs> makes sense because you can do whatever with Batman. And that's why he's such an endearing character. Exactly. Yeah, no. And, and that's the kind of like, that's the mark of a good creator on that. So, uh, Eduardo Perez Rubio, I've been grooving on it, but the pacing's really uh, kneecapping. Uh, Vulture and Hobby were missed opportunities, in my opinion, plus Dark Web should have just been a story, not an event. At least the art's consistent. Uh, Yeah, it is consistent. Uh, And I will say that, um, you know, uh, Devil's Reign was going to be a story arc, and it became an event. Dark Web could have easily just been... Uh, originally it was going to be probably a bunch. I mean, it probably would have just been random issues that tied in with each other. Might, maybe an intercompany event. I mean, it is right. basically that, but uh, it, it is. And like the tie-ins, this is a weird situation where the tie-ins 
are oddly better because they're not beholden to the bullshit that's going on with Ben Riley. So you got an X-Men book where Duggan's like, fuck it, it's a comedy now. I don't give a shit. I'm going to literally be roasting the concept while we do it. We get a Miss Marvel book where it's like, hey, let's just check in with Kamala and what she's doing and all her characters and everything. You get the Gold Goblin book where Campbell's like, well, I only had five issues anyway, so I guess I'll pay lip service to this event. But really, I just want to get done with it so I can go back to my own thing. Right. Well, also, I guess I'll just use this as a character study on Norman Osborn. Like, it's really not about everything that happened in the last three issues of Gold Goblin are just like, dark web's over there outside and he's doing his thing right here yep. like occasionally they'll show you like a mailbox biting somebody but, but it's it. really about norman osborne which has it been is. a really good book right it's frustrating how good it is i know i pull my hair i pull my hair out every time I'm like how did the norman osborne book become a better meditation on responsibility and growth and change and accepting your flaws than the spider-man book has been in years outrageous ethan ainsworth congrats on making parole joel orange suits you <laughs> <laughs> beat the charges beat the charges dex baker as the third host of the show an official Ooh. sponsor i think you're doing a good job well that's good to hear thank, thank you very you. much boss and joel are you gonna do a video on wrestling after this week uh oh yeah there's like a lot of crazy shit happening in wrestling this week yeah got mean, bought by the saudis or something like that uh they thought it was everyone was certain that he was selling off to the saudi government uh turns out that wasn't true but he might be selling off to someone so like a bunch of crazy forces are coming out of the woodwork now like oh they were taking meetings with disney and they might want to huh. buy it now they're taking uh meetings with the Khan family who own aew his rival company and they're like well if we can get the money together we can have a monopoly by the end of business today so that's fair yeah no it's true and yeah knowing that there's blood in the water like the sharks will come oh uh, it's very interesting right now <laughs> that's cool that's good all right i'll, I'll, I'll I'm, I'm more on board for that now denial i'm looking at the other brother spider-man and wondering why can't they bring the same thunder to peter's books i think we've talked about it i think it's just because miles is a smaller book and so they're just letting the creative team like do whatever they want whereas with spider-man it's like I don't think it's I think that there is a heavy insistence on editorially driven stuff like, mm -hmm. you know, like it's funny. We talked about I, I mentioned how DC has no editors, but at the same time, if you check out the Elseworlds episode with me and Mark Wade just this this past week, uh, he mentions that most of Lazarus Planet's an editorial driven event interesting because you wouldn't like, be able to tell it by reading it. No, like editors told him turn Lazarus, turn it into a volcano like that was editorial's idea. Like, yeah, because he because he didn't even invent Lazarus Island. No, that was a that Williamson. Was Williamson. Idea. Yeah. So yeah, like it's just Mark Wade like being a workhorse and doing his job, but like there's a lot of editorial influence on story over there. Maybe it's the case in D maybe it's the case of Marvel. Maybe someone at editorial's like, I love Inferno. Do Inferno, but don't call it inferno uh, it's, man lazarus planet is such a trip because it's like i should be so pissed at it because like, you're doing another event you just finished dark crisis but i'm like oh but i'm really loving what mark wade has been laying down and boy he makes this look easy doesn't he, he does he does i'll tell you something off mic about it which uh i can't share with other people i'm sorry Ooh, i'm sorry spicy. uh silver your cricket says spider-man needs a cooling off period maybe just have a year with no spider-man when i say mm. that i don't mean cancel the book maybe have a year-long mystery of peter parker missing i mean he was already in a bed for most of the year that's in the last kind of, time. that's what beyond was and like i liked the beyond story for just that reason where it's like oh cool you know they found an in-universe reason 
to cool off Peter, to let Ben, you know, kind of gain some sympathy and do his own thing there. Oh, how clever. Then they squandered it all at the fucking end. And the problem with that led into dark web where we are now, where it's like, why, why I, I blame myself really that, that yeah. I believed in you, Marvel, and that I actually <laughs> got invested in Ben's journey as a character. And, you know, I actually felt something in that moment where Spider-Man's like, no, we can both share the meds, man. You, you are my spiritual brother. And, you know, yeah. I haven't always treated you good. Only for Marvel to be like, fuck you, science he's a villain now eat shit yeah like what he's what you already have kane what are you doing it's funny that kane has like been able to sidestep all of this and not be <laughs> in any of it it's outrageous like it, it, he's so suspiciously not in this mm. i expect him to show up in it you would think because i mean they've dusted off everything else i mean shit they dusted off the original goddamn limbo villains uh for the black cat mary jane book and like brought up the fact that all oh, one of them is missing a finger and everything okay so some people are deep diving here but why no okay i have expected the jackal to show up and be like hey i was actually the one pulling the strings on this yeah like i own the beyond corporation i i mean there's still time there's still room they, uh, they totally left that Beyond story hanging is the weirdest thing. It's funny when Misty Knight shows up in Miles this week, she's yeah. like, oh, I read your file, you know, during that whole Beyond thing. I'm like, yeah, Misty, you, you and Spectrum and Colleen were like taking them down from the inside. What, what happened did, with that? You, I did guess you, you do didn't. it? Yeah, I guess you didn't. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, or maybe they did and we just won't hear about it. Uh, Baggins 117. Uh, can I just have a shocker story, please? Mm. Uh, but yeah, I just feel burnout with Spider-Man. So I've started reading Invincible. It's great. I'm glad you like it, man. Uh, yeah, that, I mean, like, certainly, if you like Spider-Man, you'll probably like Invincible. Uh, Max I, and Spider-Man writers, the, yeah. I thought that's where the book was going, too, when well yeah. started, because he was doing a lot more smaller, grounded stories that reinforced yes. original villains. Tombstone got an arc. Vulture got two Vulture, issues. Hobgoblin, yeah. No, and we're like, heading, yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is good stuff. You know, we're reinforcing the classic foes. We're giving them a reason to care, a reason to be involved. And then the reasons got stupider and stupider with Hobgoblin and Ugh. then Dark Web started. And I'm like, I don't even recognize what this series was trying to do anymore. No. And the other problem that I had, and I can take a little bit of time to talk about this, is just like the fact that the Vulture Spider-Man stuff is cool in as much as it's a visceral knockdown drag out fight that mm -hmm. results in a lot of like death or at least blood yet ramita draws good violence and always has he does and like yet spider-man's reaction to the vulture is so suspect and more important the b plots mm. are just are, are not flimsy they're not non-existent they're rather in service to other things like that whole vulture story is like oh but we really need to get the norman stuff rolling because we're spinning him off yeah. into a new book and we need to get this stuff rolling over here because the x-men time because we're spinning that off into another thing peter yeah. parker is a background character in his own book completely and i mean like if any book could do it it'd be spider-man because he's got a huge lovable cast exactly because we would love to see like an issue about robbie or an issue about jonah or an issue about betty or anybody mm -hmm. else in the cast but there's a problem here, and let's talk about that. The problem is the teaser for this entire Ooh. series, which was what did Peter Parker do? The mystery box, what started it all. Box. When it opens up, he's in a crater, and then we jump ahead six months, and we have no idea what happened. Because beyond 
ended fairly happily. Him and Mary Jane are still living together. There is yep. a weird silhouette in the window. And then we jump ahead and we have no idea what's going on. Peter's mm-hmm. living a shitty life again. He's pushed all of his friends and family away. He even alienated Aunt May for a bit. Yep. And Mary Jane is living with a new guy named Paul and two kids. Yes, yes. Uh, I think that no one is on board for this concept. Like not really. No, I, I want to say that like it we're in a place where no one is like the majority of readers are not like, boy, I really can't wait to find out what happened six months ago. Because we've been burnt so many times, and it's so clearly a mystery box, is yes. all it is. It is so shamelessly just, hey, you better keep reading if you want an answer to this question. It's like, well. If you got to like put a carrot on the end of the stick, then it makes me feel like I'm still going to be satisfying when I catch it. Well, and you already did that. We had Kindred. We had a mystery box for an entire arc in the last run. Mm -hmm. And no one was satisfied. Uh, You know, it did a lot of things. I feel bad for Nick Spencer in retrospect because he did a lot of things like that. I think needed to get done, but in such a sloppy ham fisted way that it's not worth having been doing. Like, and they also clearly took the book away from him at the end where it's like, you need a co-writer, you need a co-writer and we're cutting this short. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's punishment. Like, I don't know anything about it. I can't speak to it, but I can say, I feel like they took it away from him because they were like, you were going to, you were going to undo the one more day thing. We're giving you another writer. Yeah, or and they're or, a babysitter. Like we're really gonna watch you and report to me. Very much what it was. Or maybe did they catch wind of the Substack thing? Which like, are you gonna leave us for Substack? Are you? Is this gonna be a big, you know, exodus? Not on our right. Or or did he do the Substack deal because of no? You know, that Substack. I mean, he was he was the consigliere for the Substack yeah. deal. No, I think that the Substack deal was in place. I think that because finding out how long that Substack thing had been in the works until it got sprung that substack thing was already on his mind i think he was gonna do a big like you said an exodus i think he was gonna be like drop the, the marriage is back everything's back harry's dead norman's a jerk we're moving on bye come read my new shit over here <laughs> exactly and uh none of those things happened yeah nothing so, happened <laughs> yeah but we had the mystery box i feel like you know if it's such a good story, you should have led with it. You should have started at the beginning. That's the thing where it's like, unless you're going to do some crazy twist or, you know, unless you're going to do like some Quentin Tarantino, Pulp Fiction, or telling the story out of yeah. order. I don't know why you would start with the six months and now you got to find out uh, how we got here. No. And it and it's, it's funny because um, I think it's important to distinguish that Zeb Wells is not a bad writer. No, he's very talented. Hellions is great. A bunch of the other stuff he's worked on is great. He was my number one choice to get the book after the Beyond era. And yeah. that's why I think more than anything that people are like, oh, you know, uh, Zadarsky could save it. You know, Cates could save it. Cantwell could save it. No, guys, I don't think any writer, no matter how good, can save this because it's not a writing problem. It's not a creative problem. I truly think it's an editorial problem. I think it's a Marvel cultural problem. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, just throwing a good creative team at this won't fix because we've had so many good creative teams and it hasn't worked yet. Yeah, I, I think that and I've talked about this before. I've said I've certainly echoed those sentiments and I've said before that um, it can't be exceptional because it can't go too far and it and 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 they have to keep it you know in in its lane essentially Mm -hmm. um because they don't want you know it's funny you think about how like people say oh editorial got involved editorial's better all these mandates 
No, I don't think that's what it is. I think that they don't want to do the work. And I think they want it to just be. And like, yeah, they, you know, there's so an amber. Right. Like just do, do keep people upset and don't, but don't go, but I, I have the roadmap in front of me. I know it will never go so far out of its lane that I have to work. Yeah. Like that I have to edit the book or I have to edit you or I have to like keep you in line. Cause the, the Nick Spencer thing was Spencer worked here forever. We know what, he, what he's capable of. He can put up with the negative criticism. Yeah. He did it before with, with Captain America. This is, we're safe here. And I think he was like, you think so. And now that you've given me the reins, how to yeah, make some changes. Right. Here. Like I, I really do believe that he like was going to just, fix spider-man mm. while the like security team was asleep at the wheel you know <laughs> and then and then leave make his escape out the bathroom window yeah like i really I, I, that's how it feels it, it, especially looking at it from like from a from the balcony it's like that's what else was he doing then like why yeah. is it so because why is the last like chapter so ham-fisted and so rushed and weird and sloppy and terrible like when everything else isn't yeah, you know, when everything else what, is like overly methodical. Right. Why did Beyond come out of effing nowhere and it doesn't involve Peter Parker? Like because they we needed, needed a holding pattern. They needed something. They needed a convergence to come in and just take the place of what Spencer would have been doing at that time. That would have been like the denouement of his run before he just flew the coop and it, took the cash. It, it also helped too in you know creating and reintroducing Spider People at a time when you know multiple Spider People is then and is now still very much the hot ticket. You know we're gonna to be getting another new spider person for that friggin you know uh madam web movie if when that ever comes out yes yes they're filming that movie i've seen stills from it that movie I is happening crazy can't believe it's happening. real yeah me either uh but moving on a little bit uh max m spider-man writers need an anthology style spider-man series where their stories can be vetted to see what they would do with the face of marvel interesting idea i think that uh i mean like that's called like them auditioning like that's and, their and that was also word. what beyond was too they auditioned zeb wells people responded to his stuff more that's yeah. why he's writing the book now it's true the rad spaceman i think marvel needs to let peter grow beyond his usual status quo even just a little bit dc has let batman and superman be fathers for years at this point mm. why can't marvel let up a little bit i feel like marvel certainly looks at dc if they do it all and they go there's an old antiquated feeling in comics that says dc's for old people mm. like it doesn't surprise me that batman and superman are fathers why 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 we had an entire story arc where superman had gray in his temples i mean they, they fought people. in world war ii for crying out loud these characters where spider-man the x-men they're the swinging 60s man you know they're the atomic age and yeah everything. they're they're teenagers they're children um we're never gonna do that and, and we would never take our piece and cues from dc uh certainly they don't do that when they come when it comes to publishing books uh, dc also has the magic crisis button that they can hit whenever they get too in over their head rewriting all of their shit at a moment's notice at the drop of that that's par for the course that's you know yeah. that comes with the price of admission where it's like oh did we make a mistake there okay hit the button where mm -hmm. marvel even their biggest mistakes they don't usually retcon super hard and if they do you get shit like one more day which is so reviled and so hated usually marvel is pretty good about rocking with even the mistakes and to keep it's, going yeah no the carol danvers husband or you know uh husband son 
you know, notwithstanding, mm-hmm. Marvel will like leave things and yeah. like let them run and like just let them sit on a desk until someone shows up and says, I remember this thing and carry on. It, it's it's not surprising that Joe Casada went from DC to Marvel and then mm-hmm. brought that kind of mentality with him to one more day and it didn't work. Like yeah. some there's some like narrative distinguishing characteristics between those two publishers. And one of them is you don't hard reset. Yeah. Like it, it, it doesn't work. It's, it's too jarring for the, the average reader. And I'm sure on some level too, it's like, you no know, hard resets are admitting defeat and everything. Yeah. There is yeah, nothing, there, there is nothing you cannot write yourself out of. We just maybe can't do it right now, but down the line, someone will write out, out of this problem. Totally. Uh, Baggins mentions, I would love to see a Spider-Men series, just fun team with, with Peter and Miles. I'm shocked. I, I would normally be shocked that that book doesn't exist, but I think that the reason why we don't have books that like make a lot of sense. Mm. And when you look at like when they did books that nobody asked for, but still had like 30 issues or 60 issues, Quasar ran to, to 59, I think. Sure like, did. There are books. NFL Super Pro had way too many. When you look up how many issues NFL Super Pro had, you will be disgusted <laughs> by the fact that they had to do eight issues for Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow. But uh, the reason is because the, I think the audience isn't there. I think mm. that the, not that the audience isn't interested in buying, but the money isn't there. And the audience has changed to the point where you can't just put out a book and expect the audience to buy it because that's that, that's the nature of the direct market, right? The direct market shift is because there are so many people coming to our comic book stores that we can cater to them. Where some mm. people are buying our books, we can cater to them by like a specialty shop where they can get them there. And I think that's, I think the diversification of media and the desire for uh, so many different like com- competitive product to comic books has changed it the, the, the nature of it to the, oh, okay. such that here we are where it's like I can't just put out a book and when when the audience shows up to the specialty shop they will look at the that the wares and they'll pick it up like yeah. those days are over you can't just put out a book and it will sell you yeah. have to you you need to hook or you need to push it or you have to have endorsements or or all combinations or you have thereof or controversy <laughs> yeah you need to do more work than the comic book industry is comfortable doing yeah, you, your or work even, just can't speak for itself you, it it cannot and it should and i want to get there like i want us to get back to that because when the work doesn't speak for itself when it needs to yell and scream and like shout and pull its pants down it's not as good it's true. And that's not to say that, you know, sometimes miracles don't happen and we don't have breakthroughs. A mortal Hulk is a perfect example of a modern yeah. equivalent of this, where it's like, oh, here's a Hulk book that everyone's like, yeah, it might be good, might be bad. It's another Hulk book. But man, it picked up steam and people yep. got really interested and really invested in it because it was just that damn good. And it, and it ran for like, it ran outside the, the, the window of like, issues that marvel's willing and comfortable to publish i mean sure the did. fact that the fact that x-force is in the 30s i know <laughs> is is insane to me not not because i think that x-force is a bad book but just because like i can't believe they let it i mean excalibur was rebooted yeah 
um, Matthew Trelaga, and now MJS Powers. They keep throwing anything at the wall to see if it will stick with her. Uh, you want to make her relevant and can and a favorite and a fan favorite again. Make her Peter's wife again. Ah, uh, yes. I'm someone I, had to bring this up eventually. I was gonna save this for later, but what is our theory for what actually happened in the missing six months? Thanks to Dark Web, we got probably one of our biggest hints, one of our biggest breadcrumbs, and that is in the Black Cat book of all things, the Black yes. Cat tie-in, which they did not promote at all. Felicia shows up at MJ's house, and now she seemingly has uh, slot machine powers. Well, they, yes, she has slot machine powers, and uh, that's so stupid that's okay fair and it's like that sounds like a writing device where it's like yeah you know well she has powers but they're kind of like a slot machine she doesn't always know what she's gonna get you know if she uses them too much she'll die okay that's interesting how are you gonna work that into the story um it's a literal slot machine now oh so it's it's not a narrative device it's just literally a slot machine that she like pulls on energy (laughs) yes yes that's right and uh that sucks and um I assume that at the end of the Black Cat Mary Jane series, she will hit the three skulls because they set that up. Yes. And rather than she dies, she'll just lose her powers. Oh, really? You think that's going to be in that it's all just a misdirect? It's all just a red herring? Yeah, I I think they wanted to give her powers for this run, Mm. like for this story arc, and then they'll make them go away. Okay, because I I was working on a theory because as uh, they seek to imply they're in that, uh, what is it, freaking Judgment Day tie-in. Peter almost kind of lets it slip there that maybe something bad happened to Mary Jane six months ago and that Norman was the only one who was willing to help him, which could mean many things. It could mean like, oh shit, did she die? And did like Norman bring her back Frankenstein style and she has goddamn powers now? And when she found that out, she's like, oh, fuck you, Peter. You know, you brought me back to life. I didn't ask for this. Go to hell. Did she get sick and Norman helped her and powers were a side effect of that thing? Nah, I think that uh, if we're going to, if we're, if we're speculating about like the, the, what happened six months ago thing, uh, obviously I think that definitely she was in peril, whether she died or was sick or was, uh, you know, dangled over a chasm. um, That it's always a chasm. Right. I mean, I, I think that Norman's uh, history is going to be on display here. Certainly his history in, 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 in genetic uh, manipulation and, uh, and cloning. So I think that we're going to see like either Mary Jane is a clone or some kind of like clown, you know, puppet, like in clone conspiracy. Mm. Uh, I think the children are clones. Yeah. Yeah. That was your uh, pitch there that the children are clones, which is interesting because they're either clones or I think you brought this up in another video too. They might be MJ's often forgotten sisters, kids. Yes, they could be Gail's children. They could be her niece or cousin's children. Like they could be any number of children that are not hers. Um, I, I my my biggest theory though is that they are the children that she said that that, that we can't be married because we can't have them. Children like right. that's hers, like they're they're genetically made from her and Peter's DNA. Right. There's uh, also a mystery, shadowy figure that showed up at the end of the Beyond yep. Run, who 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 we never got any confirmation on who they're. They were either standing on the fire escape or they were flying, yeah. which leads me to believe you know is this some sort of god? Did the Beyonder come back? And it's like, hey, Peter, remember me? Yeah, I'm really worried that. This is such a like mess um, that Paul is Lars Fillmore from Futurama. 
nice fall. Yeah, see some time traveling Peter who forgot he was Peter, but now knew with his, you know, more years of experience that he could live the life he always wanted under yeah. an assumed name. <laughs> or pretends that he doesn't remember. He really does. And it's I'm like Lars. maybe Mary Jane. I'm Lars. It's me. My, my larynx. I'm Lars. <laughs> One of my favorite pieces of future armor. Ah, my hair. Ah, my larynx. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only good one by the way the rest of the futurama movies get are horrible yeah the first one is the only good one and it's even even then it's not as good as any of the best episodes it's true uh yeah that show should have stayed dead but yeah um i i the thing the worst thing about it right paul the children what happened six months ago the crater the the Mm. the the radiation thing or whatever he the geiger county's got in his hand what how norman helped him how he alienated himself from Mm. the avengers the fantastic four his aunt may i don't care yeah and you've given me no reason to care exactly and every time that you remind me of it i actually get more annoyed and i care less like in the black cat mary jane one where she says well you were gone for six months and mary jane goes yeah six months Mm. so were you at a time portal did you live sometime in the future are those children really (sighs) yours from the future like some like are you are you kidding me i don't care and every time that you a mystery should be fun yeah and you should should be able to pick up on clues and and i should be like the speculation of it should be like fun yeah right like oh man this is a non-mystery because there's no clues because they're just going to tell you at some point yeah it's the number like 23 or whatever that movie was where they just oh yeah yeah they just don't tell you until the end but uh (laughs) yeah with jim carrey but uh it it, it is just one of those things where it's not fun and no because i don't because i know because no one is satisfied by the current status quo so i know that whatever happened made this and i'm not excited to see that because i'm not excited to read this yeah because i'm reading dark web right now which might be one of the worst marvel events that i've probably read in my professional career i'm like this is this isn't fun this doesn't help anyone this pisses me off everyone's acting like a goddamn idiot and the fact where they're like no no but it's okay though because in the next arc we're going to explain the mary jane mystery i'm like it better be fucking good because after this right well it's like I think for a lot of people, um, we'll never know because people are going to stop reading this. That last issue feels like Wells already thought to himself, well, no one's reading this anymore, so I'm just going to do some fun, weird demon shenanigans. It's it's the killer sandwich joke from beyond, but stretched out for 22 pages. Yeah, it was the SNL sketch that wouldn't end. I uh, I tried to read that issue, the most recent issue. This is yeah. amazing, 17. And... Um, I will admit, I have to admit that uh, having read it again, uh, it, it's I see what they're doing, and I understand the fun. Like I, I get it. I'm not having any of it. No, I know it's like well, I'm glad you guys are having fun because I'm yeah. sure not. It's it's the most insulting compliment I could give it, which is well, it looks like you guys are having fun. Yeah, I get that you guys just like hey, let's just completely change the tone midstream. And yeah, just, and just have a fuck around session, and I'm like, all right, that's fine. It it, it also is just like it, it fumbles the ball on what should be easy, where it's like, okay, so yeah. Chasm wants yeah. to torture Peter, he wants to break him because every fucking villain wants to break every hero. Now we can't get away from that. Yeah, never so mind he, the fact that in the last arc, Peter was murdered ten like like twenty times in a and row, it didn't break him, and didn't break him, 
and it won't break him here. Like he's not going to be broken in limbo, but no, in fact, Peter even says as much, this isn't going to work on me. I know what you're doing. You want me to eat the fruit. I'm not gonna, and you can't force me to eat the fruit because the last time we fought, even with your new magic bullshit, I still beat you anyway. So I'm just going to do nothing. And Cass is like, Oh, he got me. I'm like, what a terrible villain, Cass. It's, oh, I can't do anything right. My new powers don't do anything, and my idea is stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's yes, that's true. Uh, having Madeline Pryor just go like, I mean, I like, I appreciate her having any agency and her turning to him and going like, "Well, good luck with all this." Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, go gonna to be my in X Men tie. <laughs> I'm gonna be in a better tie-in that like has more interesting things going on because like Scott and. Like and havoc, havoc. And everything, and that's actually tied into shit that happened before. That interestingly enough, Wells wrote, but Wells isn't writing the tie-in. <laughs> Outrageous. That, but that's also interesting because I would like to see. Like, uh, I feel like sticking Maddie in limbo because because uh, Magic doesn't want to do it anymore uh, is flimsy. But um, Maddie wanting Maddie just going like, you know what? This is dumb. We were like, I was your wife we had a child together Mm -hmm. and it's bullshit that you've been ignoring me this whole time and i'm like yeah "Yeah, you know what like i would like to see the fallout of that agreed like i would like to see gene gray actually fight madeline pryor it'd be good and 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 get into it i'd like to see cable get involved in all this somehow (laughs) also Uh, poor alex just being forced to suffer for every bad decision he makes and where she even rips up his costume (laughs) to look like hers i'm like that's beautiful pettiness i like right now that's funny it's like all right you know what like that's you're you're making like you know you're you're making it work in this thing that like nobody asked for absolutely Um, again to the whole dumb you know oh it's your worst you know it's you're living your true hell here in limbo we never even fucking see what peter does in this we spend more time with jameson i'm like how how is this bad for peter right it it seems uncomfortable and weird yeah but like the the seem like hell (laughs) you're only doing the things that make you happy writer like you're you're not showing us the protagonist's journey you're having you're clearly having more fun making the demons and having them interact with each other making them like silly you're, and fun your 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 peter parker backwards character yes, you are exactly. clearly very you're, you're excited spider about side your guardian yeah. you're oh we're having a bad spider-man event well let's create a new bad spider person to live there next to spider side and guardian and jack and all those other yeah, exactly. dumb characters who live for a day right like okay we're going to do that and I couldn't I, I couldn't care less when Peter was topside fighting the vulture. Mm-hmm. You couldn't get me to be excited when there were two hobgoblins. Yeah. This is not going to work. And wreck no, uh, uh, rap is not gonna yeah. save this. Also, wreck rap is too close to wreck crap. <laughs> yeah, which I think they know, and I think they like think that's funny. They're leaning um, into it. <laughs> yeah. Young Coke over 9000 says, haven't caught y'all in a while. I only started reading on Spider-Man through Dark Web and it feels too like cartoony and safe. I feel the art should at least be dynamic or story or, but both are fine. Yeah, Ed McInnes is not my first pick for a Spider-Man artist, but I do think like, I, this issue, I was like, oh, that's why you have McGinnis do this. Him coming through the window is a great shot. It is a great shot. Well, and all the demons and the Sinister Six versions of the demon. And like, okay, you're having fun making this whole thing. And 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 I, I, 
I appreciate the joy of making comic books. And I understand that like, it's fun to do this kind of thing, but it ain't, it ain't for me. And I'm getting the impression it ain't for a lot of people. No, uh, I know. Scoobadge says, my biggest problem with MJ is the book in this weird way. If they wanted him to date Bella Black Cat, that could be fun. But MJ in the background is weird. I agree. It's completely weird. It's it's weird and it's uncomfortable. And it's because no, it's all half measures. Nobody wants to commit to anything. No, Nobody absolutely. wants to just have Mary Jane go back to Philadelphia with her sister. And just got to run in place. There are a lot of characters that just go away. And like they come back later when a writer wants to use them. And that's fine. And like if you mm-hmm. really don't want to have Mary Jane as a thing, then just make her go away. It's better than having her like date lars like date date paul in plain view with her two children rubbing in the fact that like the thing that you want is over there right now like happening and like if you're gonna do paul make paul a character like like they kind of tried in the beginning there it's like oh you know he's dating mj so he's got to be a bad guy because the fans are gonna hate him because the worst thing a woman can do is start a relationship with another guy that seems get over him yeah, just get yeah. over him and have a healthy and support thing. And that's like, oh, he paid off Peter's debt there to the debt collector. Did he did he do that because he's a nice guy? And it's like, well, you know, I want to cut Peter break. Or did he do that as like a power dick move over Peter? And then we never know because we never went back. Also, the fucking debt collector. Can we talk about that? Hey, let's he's talk about su- the debt collector. He's such a huge part of like yeah. the first two volumes. And I'm like, oh, is this guy going to be a super villain? Oh, are we going to find out he's actually related to someone yeah. else? No, they sacrificed him in Dark Web for no reason. Like, oh, well, that story went nowhere. Yes, and I think that is the problem with, like, that's the problem, that's a problem with uh, modern comics where um, if I'm aware of your writing, you're doing it wrong. Mm. Like, uh, you know what I mean? It's just like, I should be frustrated by what the characters do not by what the writer made the characters do. Which is such a big problem with this. Like, even even the problem with Kaz in there, it's like, oh, he lost his core memories. That should be such an easy fix. You know, psychics and wizards and, like, super scientists and everything who could fix this within minutes. But Peter's yeah. like, no, you're attacking New York, which means I need to fight you now. I'm like, no, if you gave him his fucking memories back, that would be the... Norman even says that in the Gold Goblet. Like, yeah, I'll just give him his memories back and then, you know, it'll solve everything. Yeah. Yeah, you can't have them say that because then it means that like you've just pants the entire event. I mean, it, and and it's not and it, you can't. That's not tragic. Like it's it, it'll be tragic on paper that like his problem is so solvable, but he's such a piece of shit that he's making it difficult to solve, and he'll never get it solved. You have but to make it But it's not work. even that because he's so stupid about yeah. the whole thing where it's just like he's so petty and dumb and they had to make Janine a villain too because because oh, yeah. Jan- Janine, who was like his center and was his North Star in the Beyond Air would be like, hey, hey, dummy, stop, you know, having a temper tantrum. Go ask Spider-Man for help and I'm sure he'll help you. Yeah, yeah. And making her into Hollow's Eve feels like a punchline. Oh, move. 100%. Especially because it sucks. Like, yeah. I, I'm look, look, Hollow's Eve was a fun look. Mm-hmm. Um, but the masks thing is so clunky. It's 100%. We started with a fun drawing and worked backwards to get yeah. here. She's like, I need to be strong like Frankenstein. So I'll put on a Frankenstein. I'm like, that's so lame. Like, I, I, I'm sorry. I don't, I, you know, because I don't want to say like that it's uh, it's a bad idea or but it, but it is. Like, it's just, it, like, I feel like a, doofus 
looking at this stuff. And, it's it just reg- like, and it regresses Janine, who had a great run in Beyond yeah. from, oh, I got out of jail. I don't know if I deserve this. I don't know if I can live a normal right. life. Oh, I feel bad that, you know, Ben did all this for me because he's clearly working for an evil company here. But, you know, <laughs> they've given me all this splendor and everything. <laughs> and like, what do I even do here? And then to have her be like, look, I can't be with you anymore, Ben. You've lost your mind. You're a yeah. crazy person now. Right. And then to have her get stopped by a cop or an agent of beyond they never yeah. explained who that guy was and she's like well i'm back and i'm evil now apparently that one run-in was enough to make me completely you know uh yeah give up every I- deal i've had so let's be evil together i guess <laughs> right and then to have her like have those moments with uh madeline Pryor where she's like um you know, like, yeah, like, how, let's work together. I, when, when is my chance to do something bad and evil? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm just like, none of this. I'm sorry. When, when where is the chase? Now can I cut to it? When is Spider Man going to show up in this fucking book? Oh, like, I know, I, right. Uh, Baggins wants to know, do I like Spider? Do we like Sp- Otto being a villain again? I couldn't care less at this point. Eh. Like what they've done, it's just like whatever. Yeah, sure. They gonna, they, they struck when the iron was too cold by having yes. a superior Spider Man. They should have done that right away. Yeah is what yep. they should have done. And they still kind of try and have their cake and eat it too. Like again, in Beyond, he had a weird like murder she wrote team up with Aunt May. Yes, which was like, okay, but like, so? It was, it didn't work. The, uh, the, the best auto story is ironically Devil's Reign <laughs> is not a Spider-Man story at all. sick. Yeah. Great so, idea. Yeah, Zdarsky yeah. remembered, it's like, oh, I think this guy's really cool though if we write him like a genuinely smart badass. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then just, that would be a great like status quo for him, but you know, we, yeah. we don't want to bother. Let's make him a let's make him a, a MacGuffin in a Deadpool book. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Him. He is in the Deadpool book. I'm enjoying that Deadpool book. It's a good it's book. A, it's it's a weird fucking body horror romance, and I'm like, I'm down with this. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I've never been able uh, to get into Spider Man. I always feel like a status quo management. Uh, the art is rarely good or consistent. I skipped King's Batman, but it always looked great and totally consistent. Yeah, that's um yeah. Uh, Batman is one of those things where it's like. DC is often like, well, Batman has to have the best artists on it. Yeah. And Marvel is like, and Spider-Man who gives a fucking shit. Like it's literally it's like Spider-Man. It's, you're going to buy it anyway. Yeah. Spider-Man should have the best, the top tier talent on it. And he hasn't for a long time. It's been like, wildly inconsistent. Completely. Remember during, I don't know if it was beyond or was at the end of Spencer's run where it was like, they couldn't even get full issues done. I with know. one artist like I they know. had like regular 28 page books with four different artists on them and it's like okay so beyond was just a fill-in arc like it's yeah. nothing it was written by three different people and it has it's drawn by 10 or 12 different people and, and more and, than and, three i think <laughs> yeah yeah it, it just what are you doing um tevio wants to know of course uh how come across the spider-verse gives me baby may uh in that movie which makes me happy by the way but the comics refuse to do the exact same thing uh because you know because the movies are like done in ones and they're like really expensive and also because you know they're kind of showing off by how many deep spider-man cuts can we get in here that's true it will be interesting though if that character ends up becoming a huge hit because like spider ham became a huge hit off the back of that and we've got like comics and miniseries and like easy read chapter books now from scholastic that are all spider ham centric will that Mm -hmm. happen with mayday will mayday see a resurgence if she ends up becoming the big breakout character maybe i mean i feel like she won't i feel like she's just gonna appear like i don't think it's gonna be a big thing it's gonna be like Um, one shot of like oh a cute spider baby boom uh, C top one 
the uh, one one oh six. I know in respect to Peter is important as Joel said, he's a mascot, but I struggled to stay hooked to his stories. Oddly enough, I find it easier to read non-canon Peter stories. Love the show. Mm. Thanks a lot. Um, I find that nowadays, like f- for a long time now, it's, it's more fun to read old Spider-Man books. Mm. Like, well, I didn't get a chance to read the Spider-Man like from 1976, <laughs> you know, so I guess I'll read that. And it's like doing that is fun because it gives you because it is in canon and it did matter and it did happen. And it was format and it was formative and it, inf- it, and, and it, and it like sets the tone and the, and the trajectory castle. of the series. Yeah. Like just just any any time, like pick a pick a year and read all the Spider-Man books from that year and just see where it takes you. Because like that's nowadays you can get like the Marvel Limited app or whatever. And you can like you can read them all. Oh, you'll um, go on a wild ride. Exactly. And you can read Spectacular and Web of and they all have different arcs and stuff, especially in the, in the 90s. It's, it's nonstop. <laughs> and um, you'll be like, whoa, the Puma haven't seen you in forever. Hey, wow, this Puma guy seems cool. Oh my God, he owned the Daily Bugle? Uh, <laughs> denial. Couldn't be upset. Couldn't the upset reactions to these runs not delivering end up scaring or alienating talent from both Spider-Man and Marvel's consequences? The fact that Chip Zdarsky, who was so coveted mm-hmm. that that DC got him for Batman, but Marvel kept him. For Daredevil. For Daredevil. Which is unprecedented. <laughs> yeah, which says to me that um, they are desperate that or that like that they should be desperate they should be worried that like if if Zdarsky said no then anyone will say no and that means but, it's already happening that means triple a writers are already being like nah i don't need that headache right well they all know each other so it's like well i already talked to nick and he says he had a horrible time working on that book and uh chip said no to you so like if i'm gonna write spider-man i know what i'm in for it's gonna be a hard road and like i mean like zeb wells is one of those people who i mean like look I think Zeb Wells is a talented writer. I think he did a great job on uh, Hellions and other books that he's done. And he's, I think he'll continue to do great once Spider-Man is done. I I don't, I think that Zeb Wells knows that this is the only time in history he will ever get a chance to write amazing Spider-Man. So you might as well take it. And that kind of feels to be the way, huh? Which is really sad because you figure writing Spider-Man should be like the boyhood dream come true, but it seems like a real monkey's paw kind of way. Yeah. Well, it should be hard or rare. Like it should be one of those things where it's like, Oh my God, like there are a ton of different great writers right now who are working on different things, but like only one of them can write Spider-Man during this time. Yeah. And some of them like won't let it go. And I get why, but nowadays, not so much. Logan Thomas. Hey guys, hope you are both well. Thank you very much. Uh, I'd love to see a series in the vein of Tomasi's Superman with Peter and MJ family stories at the center. Well, then you're in luck. There's an entire book called renew your vows. Check it out. Uh, Jasage. Don't mind uh, Spider Family. I think it's a natural progression of the heroes, but why is the main Peter's looks book so bad? They reshuffle the status quo for shock, but it just stays the same in the end. I mean, like the thing is it's worse then it's staying the same. If it just reset where Spider-Man's like, Oh my God, I have to take pictures of the, for the daily bugle. Mm. That Spider-Man hasn't taken a picture for the daily bugle in 25 years. Which is funny that chasm thinks that's his idea of a living hell. I'm like, dude, that was so long ago. Also, Mr. I don't have any core memories, but you remember that Peter didn't like his job at the, be- <laughs> you're really fucking picking and choosing what memories you have. My guy. Well, I didn't, you know, I'm said, well, I didn't even write that book. I don't know anything about chasm. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I Yes, all of those things. Uh, but oh, but my problem is I don't think that they do reshuffle. The problem is they 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 only and this is the, this is a conversation that I wanted to have, and it's it's not we don't we didn't really we didn't really have the time for it. But I will touch upon it by saying, please do. There's no 
things are only happening to these characters. We're in an era right now where whoever gets on a book has to make their mark, believes they have to make a big deal because they're in an environment where they need to compete with a lot of different factors. Mm-hmm. And where books and, get canceled very quickly now. Yes. We're, we're not in the publishing business. We're in the mini publishing business. We're just not going to tell you that you're making a mini, but you're really yeah. making a mini. Totally. So they're they're doing all this like you know they're 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 under all this pressure and they're under all this like scrutiny and they and they know that they don't have a lot of time Gotta so all they have time yeah all they have time to do is make noise and there's no money or longevity seemingly or at least they believe that or editorial thinks that or it's a combination of too many people who believe this there's no time to take a breath and stop there's no time to have a status quo and live in it. And the mm, only people mm-hmm. who can execute those are people who can, who have the power to do that. Bendis was able to have multiple Avenger stories where the characters just interact with each other and they don't really do too many things specifically. Yep. The first because, several years of Miles' existence. Right? And it's like, he's able to do that because no one else is writing anything and he was writing all of it. And he was keeping it all kind of like in this place. It's like, where are you going to go? I'm all over here. I'm over there. I got it all. I, you know, you're not going anywhere. Um, but also the nature of comic books, the industry has changed in the last 20 years since Bendis wrote stuff. Mm-hmm. And now we're in a place where like all people want to do is take a freaking second and take a breath and enjoy a status quo or a moment yeah. but no one but everyone's too afraid that that will be the death knell of your book or they're too afraid yeah. to do that because then they'll they'll squander their opportunity they'll, they'll start the death spiral because oh no you know the sales were low on that one. Oh no rumors are circulating that the book is already canceled which means the next issue did even worse <laughs> well and god help you if you give readers the opportunity to quit your book like yeah. if you give readers the a, a good send-off or a place to stop or a like, nice one and done right like that would it's like oh spider-man like fought a villain kissed mary jane and lived happily ever after i can finally stop reading these fucking things like i i, I don't know if that's necessarily how most people react but i think that the publishing industry is so afraid and I, we know this because when digital comics were first on the scene comic book retailers were like if comic book retailers banded together and they said oh I you, don't you, you don't understand if people don't have to go to comic book stores they won't they'll stop <laughs> like our, it, our our business is so flimsy fragile it's a house of cards on top of sand <laughs> that if we introduce any competition we will implode and cease to exist We're in dead, like man. a day and it's like, and guess what? That didn't happen. And it would no. never have happened. And it would never have been an issue because digital sales do not dwarf physical sales in any way. Now, maybe it's because we foster a community of that being the redheaded stepchild of the industry. Mm. But like, I do believe that like there is a room, there's room for both. But like, we know that these, these, these captains of industry and these people in charge, these arbiters of, mm-hmm. of these industries are like, no, you don't understand. It'll all come crashing down. <laughs> if we If we let the readers just like, take a goddamn second and come up for air they'll leave because they know (laughs) because i right because i because i inherently distrust and hate my own industry like why do you think that it it tells us a lot a lot of people telling on themselves and also like also comic stores do do you think we're junkies or something what's like no you'll get you'll get clean after this we gotta keep drip feeding them yes yes they do (laughs) 
Don Shotto, uh, or Shotta says 20, uh, 24, uh, you guys rock. Thanks a lot, Don. Uh, can we get a Hickman and Pepe on Spidey? Uh, reunite and remarry Peter and MJ, get rid of all the Spider-Men like Miles Silk, etc. I mean, I saw some Miles and Silk fans in this chat, so you, you're making some enemies, but I will say, Hickman also, and Pepe Miles has a big movie coming soon, in case you didn't notice, yeah. that will probably make more and get more buzz than any right. comic has in a long time. Miles has more Oscars than Peter, yeah. but uh, Hickman so and Pepe would be great. I mean, I want to read that book. I want to see Hickman's like plan, but I also feel like Hickman would be like, I feel like Hickman will get effed on that book. And I think Hickman knows it. Mm. Yeah. I was going to say Hickman might be the only person who could actually, you know, foster enough change to have editorial, keep their dogs at bay for a second. Be like, okay, okay. Let him, let him play it out guys. He's Mm -hmm. playing the line. He's paid off every other time, you know, (laughs) it's going to get weird in the middle, but let him, let him play it out. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, this is an interesting question because I'd like to know what you think about he's saying. Uh, Baggins says, what do you, what would you guys like to see in SMC? What does that mean? I also don't know. What does SMC okay. stand for? Uh, I don't Sp- know. Spider-Man comics? Right. Uh, if that's the case, uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, the Milkman says, crackhead theory. Mephisto <laughs> hit, hit the cosmic reset button every time Peter and Mary Jane get together again and it causes something to make them break up. Oh. Hmm. I, that, I don't, that's not I don't, bad. I don't hate it, actually. This is pretty really good. <laughs> and, you can, and you can have like a big reveal where Mephisto's like, nah, man, this happens every time. You don't even remember. Yeah. How we've done this dance, bitch. Right? Can you imagine like Carly and Betty being like, I can't with you two? Like, oh, I think we're going to get back together. Don't even talk to me anymore. Like, yeah. Because you, it keeps happening. Uh, Cat Lawyer, speaking of MJ, she doesn't feel like a character anymore. The relationship is like a carrot on the sick for readers. I don't care anymore. Just tell a story. That's right. Yeah. Like I, I can't you, remember the last time I've seen Mary Jane as a person because she's not. She's a MacGuffin. Yep. She's a prize to be won. She or, yeah. or she's like a she's like a mouthpiece for the people who are keeping it from happening. Where she yep. she's the one who's like, no, we can never be together because I one, don't. What, what's my line? Yeah. Yeah, but Mary Jane does not exist as more anymore as a character and hasn't existed as a character for a very long time. Agreed. Remix uh, 36720. Uh, Spider-Man has been broken since one more day. The growth and human elements of the character were lost and stories only only gotten wacky, more wacky since. I I mean, Spider-Man for a while rolled around with an alien costume that lived on his back for a while. Like it's been pretty wacky for a while. There's peaks and valleys to, you know, completely disregard everything that happened since one more day is is a little, is a little glib in interpretation, but yes, I do. You know, I, I respond to your feelings there. Those are valid that. Yeah. It does feel like, you know, there is, you know, the, the soul has been sucked out of it in a lot of ways, which again, why I love the Miles book right now under Ziggler. Right. It's only two issues in. I'm like, there is more soul and more pathos and more humanity in these yeah. two issues. This is what the Peter book is solely missing. Yeah. And again, I'm sure some people are like, oh, well, can Ziggler just write the name? No, no, no. no. Keep writing Miles. Don't don't let him get hurt by writing the Peter exactly. book. Exactly. Denial, this, is, uh, this event feels like Civil War II and the level of stupidity. Like all this could have been prevented if the superpower community just talked. Yeah. I mean, we don't know why most of them are acting like this in the first place. So like, who knows what they're going to talk about it, it, it. I hear you. It's frustrating. It is. Baggins. I'd like to see Tom Taylor on Spider-Man. I know a lot of people would Taylor just mm-hmm. left. He left Marvel entirely as an exclusivity contract. Like yeah. he did that. He did that, that, that dark ages book that clearly like he went, uh i'm done oh, whoa I'm done. okay bye <laughs> yeah yeah did, did the check clear with the other guys okay cool yeah that, that book started so strong and ended so weak <laughs> really did pop culture guy 3000 nick lowe has got to go <laughs> i don't i don't know him like i you know like he i remember i remember when Pete. the reason why i question the nick lowe problem and i don't i'm not i'm not i'm not uh dismissing it 
but I remember when Steve Wacker was everyone's was was public enemy number one. Mm. And so, like, I don't know. No one likes the boss. No one likes the editor. And and if the editor's doing their job, they should be hated by everybody. Yeah. Uh, Cameron F. Uh, Zeb even wrote some good ASM stories during the brand new day. I don't he love did. that era, but at least then they seemingly let creators try things. Yeah. I mean, look, you can't argue that Zeb isn't trying things. Oh, Zeb he's is definitely. Zeb set up a mystery box. Zeb is doing a new status quo. Zeb is having Peter piss his pants and like poop his pampers and cry on the phone with Norman Osborn because he's going to get killed by villains. the vulture. Yeah. He's reintroducing villains. He's revamping them. Like he's doing stuff that like I believe this is Zeb's book. Oh yeah, he's. I just think work. it's also terrible. Yeah, it's just uh, unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, Ethan Ainsworth uh, reading ASM from eighty six to eighty nine. What era? What an era of change. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah, you would not believe how much change takes place during those uh, those three years. John Jay's. Uh, where's a good point to jump on with Spider Man? I was killed by the Clone Saga. Well, uh, I would read the JMS era. I think that was yeah. a good time. But even then, it's mired in controversy because, like, since past and one more day, for where uh, you know it's gonna go. Yeah, but it's uh, but it's it is a fun ride. Uh, the other, I don't care for either. There's a lot of CMS stuff that I don't like. You could start with Brand New Day there if you really want to get in, like, on the ground floor of the slot yes. stuff and all the new villains he'll introduce. You'll get to see the debut of Mister Negative. People like him in the yes. video games. That's true. That's true. Uh, a lot yeah. of the stuff that got pulled from there came from that stuff. Yeah, Brand New, brand new Day was a lot of people's first. Uh, introduction to spider you, you so. could hop into superior that's the one that kind of got me back and everything I was like oh well this is different and weird yes. and out there and, oh and absence makes my heart grow fonder i miss that peter is gone and when he comes yeah. back it's a big deal you might really enjoy superior that's where i'd start uh ray far come pop woo hey ray uh hi joel haven't seen you in a while i heard you're devoted your time to reading all of dark web i'm so sorry <laughs> i i started reading all of dark web then i realized that the tie-ins weren't really tie-ins and that they didn't matter in some cases were actually better than the story and i'm like all right we can stop with these now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and baggins <laughs> mentions uh i meant spider-man comics sorry that's fine oh, that's fine but we figured uh, it out we figured it out yeah, that's what you meant exactly and that's the thing like my, my wife asked me this because i was like oh my god she goes, what do you want exactly? And I was like, oh, what? Yeah, I know, because no one's asked us what do we want. Yeah, and, and I'm like, what do I want? What do I, like, what would make me happy? As the, if as this... the, as the old sea shanty says, I, I don't know what I want, but I know it's not this. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong there. No. Uh, I, I think I can answer that question, but it's not like, it doesn't, it doesn't come with a pitch doesn't come with like an idea. Like, I don't want to write Spider-Man. I don't want to be in charge of Spider-Man. I don't mm-hmm. want to like, I mean, I would, <laughs> I got ideas, but give me the money. Comes, right. No. Yeah. I'll, I'll do it. Like I would do it. I, I would, I have, I used to not have ideas. Like, cause I was like, it's, I'm too close to it. I love Spider-Man too much, but no, no, I have three arcs that are ready to go. And that's but, three more than me. Cause I have a pitch for every character. I have no fucking clue what to do with Spider-Man. Cause I don't know what Spider-Man fans want. Cause I'm oh, a Spider-Man I fan. And I don't know what I want. See, that's the thing. Like, I don't care what you want. I'll just do what I want because that's what <laughs> everybody else is doing. Fair uh, enough. But these three stories, I have a feeling most of you'll be on board. Uh, and it has nothing to do with marriage. It's just, Ooh, I think, I think you'll like these three stories, interesting. Uh, but they're arcs too. And, and people could jump in, but, um, but as far as the neutrality of it, the, the fact that what do I want? Mm-hmm. I would like to be able to come up for air. It's what I want from most of my superhero stories. And I know that like uh, people get mad at me because I talk about like, you know, because I'm, you know, I'm like, why are there so many goddamn spider people? Why is the Bat family so goddamn big? Why is Superman so friggin' unrelatable? Like all this stuff. What I really want is I want to enjoy the things that make those characters who they are. 
Hmm. And sometimes that means cosmic cosmetic changes. And sometimes that means tone changes uh, or, or, or resets. Everybody right. talks about how Marvel is like, oh, we love to bring everything back. Like we love to re reset everything. And they don't like Marvel hasn't resembled itself in a long time. Like in terms of like, you know, like the watcher finally came back. It took like 10 years for yeah, the watcher to really come back, time. you know? And even then, like he's angry now, you know, it's like nothing is the same. Like everybody thinks that like when the X-Men Krakoa era ends, they're just going to move into the mansion. And I guarantee they don't, hmm. even though that's what I want. Like I would, I want them to go back to the mansion one day. You know, I want it to resemble what it was. See, to me, it depends where the movie puts them. Because if the movie puts them in the mansion, I bet they're going back to the mansion when it's all done. See, I don't think so. I think those people. I think I think that the marching orders at Marvel are, what are they doing in the movies? Let's not do that. It um, does seem more like that recently, doesn't it? Where you know they're yeah. not going nearly as hard for synergy. They'll have a book where it's like, okay, uh, we're having you know an Eternals thing. Okay, well we'll have an Eternals book. But do whatever you want with it. Hell, kill a couple for all we care. Hey, uh, Shang Chi's coming out. Hey, Gene, uh, you and Lang, you're a pretty amazing creator. I think. How would you like to, you know, do several mini series in a row that we're just going to keep doing, and you can, you know, tell your, you know, version of the character and have it, you know, stand forever. Sure, we, we really don't care what you write. We just want a book that resembles it, that on we, the show. Moon Knight, same deal. <laughs> we need a Moon Knight. We need a Doctor Strange book. But let's kill him. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. No, Young is. Great. I feel bad for him because that Shang-Chi book should have just been one book the entire time. I know. And the fact that they keep starting it with new. And it is. It is. It is just the one book. That's, you know, that's comics in general now. It's like, we're not in sequential publishing. We're in miniseries. We're just not going to tell you we're in miniseries. Denial. We've been talking about Dark Web. What's the situation with the last Spider-Verse or what's it called? That is, uh, and I'll talk about this very briefly. Um, Remember when Conan O'Brien was given The Tonight Show? Yes. And you know how NBC was like, oh, shit, we don't have any faith in him as a host. <laughs> Let's just keep Jay Leno and give him a show that's before that one, like we did before. That's what this is. That was them going like, okay, Zeb Wells, you're Spider-Man's writer. But just in case, hey, Dan Slott, can you do a Spider-Man book that comes out right before that one? And Dan Slott, who seems to be one of the few people who actually is happy and unscarred by his time on Spider-Man, sure thing. Yeah, yes, I can. And I'll make it the last Spider-Verse. And it's, it's a mess. And I don't mean like story-wise, because there isn't one. I think that it's just ugly. There's just there's so many spider characters on every single panel. It's like it's like looking at Crisis on Infinite Earths every mm. goddamn issue, I, but just I, spiders. I, I do got to respect Dan Slott for really you know anchoring himself to the Spider Verse concept that he'll always come back. How and could do he one. not? He's like they they want an Oscar for my idea. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's ego. That's what that is. Got to keep coming uh, back. Yeah, Harishi Venkatesh, I think it's telling the chip is re- willing to write the Batman, the backbone, the backbone of the industry, <laughs> but wants to stay away from Spider-Man and now a character that we know he loves. It's true. It does. Yeah, it's very telling, isn't it? It's true. Ray Farr, Sal's big story, Spidey with ghost fighting gear. We talked about this <laughs> in another show. Yeah, Spider-Man fighting ghosts. Like That'd it. be my first arc. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, as far as what I want, like I want to be reading, to, to, to go like, oh, new status quo. Like uh, there's a new writer, new artist on Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, Batman is in the Batcave. Alfred is over there. And the Bat family is doing stuff. They're doing their own thing. You know, they're busy. <laughs> they're busy. in if, if, if it's a perfect world, in their own effing books. You know Wouldn't what I mean? Be nice. But like Batman is in the cave and he's got this problem and it's this murderer or it's this thing and he's got to stop him. 
and it turns out that he's sure it's this one thing, but it turns out it's another thing. Oh man. That, 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 that's, I want like a graphic novel that is just who, and, and, and oh, right. And, and while he's doing that, the signal goes off Ooh. and he has to go to the top of the police station. And who's there? Jim Gordon. <laughs> Gordon hasn't been commissioner for so long now when I stop and think about it. Exactly. Like that, that, what I want is I want the totemic things that make a character who they are to be in place while I'm reading it. That's what I would like. I would like for the table to not be upside down when I'm, when it's dinner time, every time the dinner bell is wrong. That's what I would like. And and if you're you're going to change stuff, actually, you know, do something with it. Like I'm reminded every so often that Renee Montoya is commissioner. I'm like, Oh, yeah. And I'm like, Oh, that should be awesome. And there should be a lot of stories about that, but there's none. No, no. You have to be reminded of it when she shows up because someone remembers that and puts it in there. And you're like, what goddamn and, and, mayor nakano has had more stories written about him yeah i uh i don't know if you're aware of this but um most batman stories mayors are MacGuffins or victims yeah usually they're always i'm not shot. interested in the mayor like i'm not interested in finding out this subversive crazy new reveal like uh, why do people love court of owls so much isn't it just a effing Batman book? Yeah. Like, who's in the cave? Batman. Who's next to him? Alfred. Who's he got to deal with? Look at all the rogues. You recognize them. Maybe you don't recognize that one, but it's New 52. We got to do that. Throw it away. Never mind. New. Pro- who's? What's the problem? This problem that seems familiar. It's a, it's a murder scene, but yeah. he investigates it, uses detective skills, figures it out. Then it turns out a new problem. Owls retconning the, the, the history of, of Gotham, but in a way that is palatable to the reader that feels organic and works for that universe. And also it's the new 52. So like, yeah, maybe this is the way it's always been in this world. Right. You know, but you even know. then it doesn't, but like most people don't even know it's the new 52 anymore. Like most people today who record of owls are like, don't even know what the new 52 was. It's, it's also easily, you know, palatable and kind of timeless in its way because it's not really connected and it has a beginning middle and end yes and well and it, like you said like it's timeless and then look i'm not saying you shouldn't have them have your cell phones or twitters or tiktoks i'm, I'm saying that the stories themselves should be timeless or they really some of them should feel timeless and in that regard like when it comes to what do i want from spider-man i want to feel like i'm reading this for the first time yeah i want to feel we haven't had I want to feel like I'm with Spider-Man when he's web slinging. Like, and the movies and video games should not be the ones to do it. And, mm. and, and I, I know that I'm not like grizzled and old and miserable because there are books that I've read with Spider-Man in them that have achieved that feeling. And well, Batman story, too. good example. Like, right. Like there are books that have made, have been made and written that do that. And I do genuinely think that there's room for that. And like, it's not like every year, there are fewer books I like. It's not like every year I go, well, there's like, I'm not reading anything. And I'm like, comic books are terrible today. Like, cause I don't know. Like, I don't care. Like I, I'm reading them and I'm enjoying them. Like, I know I'm not, it's not lost on us. Right. We're not like, we're not so like, Oh, Spider-Man's just so bad because all comics are bad. No, it, there are, there are some, Friggin' amazing and phenomenal comic books. Yeah, we're talking about this now because we love it and just be like, wow, there's really in a bad patch right now. How, how can we get out of this and how did we get here? Yes. I want Spider-Man to live in his world and status quo for a while. I don't want him to be like, 
like to, for it to open and look familiar or have like the trappings of familiarity only for the for the rug to get pulled to and to be reminded yeah. that it's superficial and it's nonsense or to to feel so strongly that a new creative team is on and they're ready to set the world on fire like i want creators to be excited and re- and reverent to the material but in a way where they're like like you know i'm i'm telling a story i'm telling a story and i and it's a story i want to see and i hope you enjoy it and here we go like I also like you know to be what I mean? Sympathetic for Peter again because I can't remember the last time I've actually felt for him in the last no. little bit because he's he's just going through the motions. He completely is like he's he is like dead behind the eyes in most of these books. He, like he he's seems just, to have no goals, no aspirations. Nope. Like when he's funny, it's like self-deprecating and miserable. And like I know that he's done that before, but like yeah. no, these are like these are self-referential kind of jokes. These are not. This is not fun. No one's having fun anymore and it's that that's and maybe it's emblematic of the problem with like the corporation of marvel and the you know the world of uh of multimedia and stuff or maybe people are just so occupied with them making their careers that they're not they don't remember why they wanted this job in the first place Mm. um but it just i i just want to take an effing minute like the new superman book that's coming out williamson uh superman is in metropolis and his alter identity is clark kent and he works at the daily planet and his arch nemesis is lex luther and that's the arc the next arc is just that and i'm like (laughs) and lex hates him and is super petty and lex brought back uh friggin metallo remember metallo (laughs) right remember metallo a character who can punch superman but like isn't gonna uh i don't know like pull out the heart of the universe and then become a living God and uh, like grab uh, Saturn and turn it into a, 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 like a ship. Like how about just, just let's just keep our feet on the ground. Despite the fact that all these characters swing above it in <laughs> a few effing seconds. Like, <laughs> and, and also, Hey, we'll make uh, we'll give Metallo a little bit of pathos. Cause he doesn't want to work with Lex and everything. He's being forced to do it. Yeah. Like th- th- fine. You know, but like, let's, 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 let's enjoy the status quo we're in before we're changing it to another one. That's mm. what I want. Like, and, and then as stories go, surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I really want. I want to be surprised and delighted in, in a good way. I can't, yeah. I, I'm surprised a lot in a bad way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Baggins wants to know, do you think superior foes at a funeral for boomerang? Oh man. No, man. There's a, there's a backup story. We totally should have gotten at some point. The funeral uh-huh. of boomerang. Yeah. He, he was a major fixture that he died and no one cared. <laughs> I know. I want the Spider-Man equivalent of world's finest. Oh, I would love that. I would love, you know, what would be a great idea. Spider-Man daredevil. Hey, and it's just about Matt and Pete doing their thing. And it's just, you know, it's over there. And what continuity? No, 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 no tie-ins. It's just that. They know each other's secret identities again. That's pretty good. Hell said it in the friggin' 80s. Hey, they seem to like that. They got the joke fix-it book. They got the symbiote Spider-Man book. Like, what yeah, there's a lot of that right now, isn't there? A lot of, you know, Marvel nostalgia. Yeah, it's weird. But uh, we're out of time. So I want to thank everybody for supporting us here with our super chats and everything. Joel, uh, what do you want from Spider-Man? Uh, like I said, I don't know what I want, but I know it's not dark web. That's right. for sure. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, they, you know, that's what I want. Dark web to be over is what I would like. Yeah. So I don't have to think about it anymore. That's fair. That's fair. I, I'm not even hating it, but I just, I don't. It's just I'm, emblematic of so many problems. Yeah. I don't want it. I don't want it, but I'm not like, I'm not like, this is horribly written and it's bad. I'm just like, I don't care. I don't care. I don't, yeah. you're not making me none of nothing you've done is making me care. 
about any of it. Like I can read that hobgoblin story from before and be like, you know, this didn't live up to the potential that it possibly could have, but you know, but I, I read it, you know, it was a thing when I read dark web, I'm like, Oh no, I can't deny any of the problems that exist in (laughs) Spider-Man now because they are all literally slapping me in the face at the moment. That's exactly right. No, this is just putting them all on display. You can, you can, you can like, you can paint over the problems with like a, a vulture arc. Yeah. Because it makes you think of an older time, but this dark web thing is just like, well, now we have to like put like rubber meets the road in this situation. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's all just coming down. Yep. <laughs> but uh, thank you all so much for supporting us and, and watching this show. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you to our super chatters for sponsoring today's, today's show and keeping mm-hmm. those corporate fat cats out of it. <laughs> uh, you like Joel, subscribe to Joel's down in the comments oh, or at least you. the description. And uh, if you want more, subscribe to the channel, like the video. If you want to join us, we're over on patreon.com slash comic pop. We've got other channels, youtube.com slash comic pop returns, plays, a lot of stuff. Check them all out. See you guys next time. I'm Sal. So long. Well, that was Joel. All right, bye. Yeah, that was me.